This is the Influencer Girl Podcast, episode 16. Hi, I'm Monica Woodhams, and this is the Influencer Girl Lifestyle Podcast. I'm an influencer consultant and success coach, and I'm interviewing entrepreneurs, influencers, and industry experts who are making an impact and influencing the world so that we can start to live a life that we are so totally obsessed with. Hey y'all, so today's episode is with Natalie Waldstein, and she is a astrologer. And what's really cool about the work that she does is she focuses on businesses and the astrology behind your business because, believe it or not, your business also had, you know, like a time of birth, a time of place of birth, and all the things that can really be understood through that when it comes to astrology. So I actually had my reading done for myself and for my business for the entire year. And it was so cool to kick off the year this way because I feel like it just gives you like that understanding of like, okay, here's when I like can give myself permission to slow down. Here's where like this is a really good time for me to like push myself. Um, So it's not so much, you know, having like a fortune read. It's not like this is your future. It's just kind of like that guide. Like, you know what? It's okay to slow down right now or the opposite. So anyway, really excited for this episode. So let's dive in. All right, y'all. I am here today with Natalie Wallstein. She is a career astrologer at soulshineastrology.com. Y'all are going to be really into this conversation today, I think, because it's unlike any podcast topic that I've covered before. So welcome, Natalie. So excited to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. Yay. Okay. So to kind of guide the audience on how I even found you, which I'm pretty sure I found out about you through Instagram because your photos and your graphics are just stunning. And from my understanding, you were a graphic designer before this, right? Yeah. That's really cool because yeah, it's just like stunning. And then you put together this work that goes along with it. And I think that it just really makes for that full experience, both like inside and aesthetically. So how long have you been using astrology in your life? Well, thank you, first of all, so much for your compliments. I've been using astrology only really for the last maybe two years so before that, I knew, like loved it. I was into it, but I didn't understand it fully. I just knew there was some truth to my horoscope and was really into it. But about two years ago, I found out that there's so much more to astrology than just your horoscope. And I learned about my birth chart, and it blew my mind and helped me see maybe the areas of my life where I was out of alignment with what I really wanted to be doing. So it hasn't been too long, but I really have dove in head first and now I work with it every single day. That's awesome. So what is it that kind of brought you towards reading your birth chart and even getting in that space? Was it a coincidence, a happy accident? Yeah, that's such a good question because I had actually found my birth chart a few years earlier, but I didn't understand it. And so I was like a really busy graphic designer. I had a studio with lots of clients and I loved what I was doing for the most part, but there was something about it that just didn't feel right 
anymore. And I didn't know what it was because that had seriously been my dream job since I was like a kid to be a graphic designer. And so it was just this weird feeling of being out of alignment with what I thought was my dream. And I actually got to the point where I decided I didn't want to be a designer anymore. But it's not like I had a backup plan. Like I didn't know what else I was going to do. And so I just knew that I I wanted to get out of it, which was crazy. Like I didn't know who I was anymore (laughs) without wanting to do it. And so I did some soul searching and I found my birth chart again. And this time I dove into it much deeper. And I was able to realize that a lot of the things I was doing were what I loved. It was not not a lie that I loved graphic design, (laughs) but I just really wanted to connect with my clients on a deeper level. And that isn't something I was getting, just doing graphics. So I kind of connected the dots and realized that astrology would be a really good way to help people, especially because a lot of my clients, they didn't always have a direction for their business. Like they wouldn't know what kind of branding they wanted. They're kind of just looking around at other people and thinking, oh, I like what they're doing, so I should do that too. So with astrology, I'm really able to help you see who you really are and what your gifts are and what your talents are. So you can focus on what you're good at instead of like grabbing things from other people that you see around you. Yeah, I think that's so cool. And you bring up such a good point about a lot of times early on in the in your business, you don't really see what your strengths are and what makes you unique and like what would really like make you stand out. So I think that that's so cool that you've been able to really help your clients in a brand new way. I mean, obviously, graphic design and creating their branding and all that's crucial to business. But at the same time, the longevity of them knowing that they're headed in the right direction and aren't going to go down a path where they saw someone else do it. So surely it must work for them, too. I feel like it saves a lot of stress and uncertainty and self-doubt. Yeah. And the thing was, too, I was designing beautiful brands for people and I was having so much fun with it. And then like a few months down the road, they wouldn't even be using the website I made for them. They weren't even like working on it anymore. And so it made me feel like what I was doing, it matters, but it only mattered if they carried on with it. And so with astrology, I can dive right into your true motivations and get to the heart of really what you're meant to be doing. So it's a lot more soul-based and less about everyone else. Yeah, I love that. So I can kind of relate to you and what you were saying about you wanted to be a graphic designer for forever. I wanted to work in fashion since I could remember, and I finally got that dream fashion job. And it just... There was obviously a part was like, yeah, this is really cool. But then deep down, it was like something's not fulfilling me in the way that I thought it would with this being my life goal. And also my identity was so much in that. My identity was like, oh, yeah, I have the Neiman Marcus email address at the end of my email, you know. And when I left that job, kind of like you said, it was like, okay, so now what is my identity? And it's interesting how we put so much of our identity in these careers, which makes sense because, you know, like that's what we spend time doing the majority of the day. But I would also say the majority of us starting careers that are what, quote unquote, society tells us would be the logical thing to do. Yeah. Or maybe it fulfills an interest you have, but it doesn't fulfill like all your passions. 
which totally would be ideal. So yeah. So when you work with clients, you can kind of put those two together, would you say like taking what they're interested in and then seeing where their strengths are? Yeah. And it's also kind of a map to your happiness too. So there's so many different aspects of your chart that really I'm in my readings, I'm looking to help you bring them all together into one thing, which is what I've been able to do with my business. There's Mm -hmm. not any part of my business that I don't love because I've designed it around my favorite things. So that is really my goal in working with clients is helping you find a way to bring together everything you love into one place so that you're like just loving what you do. And that's actually more inspiring than just doing what everyone else wants you to do because your enthusiasm like sells way better than just like doing what you think people want you to do. Oh my gosh, that is so, so true. People can even pick up, I think, on when like you're not totally into your job. Like people can get a sense for that. Even if it's your business, I think people get a sense when you know, they get on a call with someone and they might not be like totally into what they're selling. So I think that's a good point. So one thing before we like really dive in deep here for people who, you know, are kind of just used to astrology being the horoscopes that they read in the back of a magazine, what would you say is something that gets overlooked when people are trying to use it as a tool? I think the most important thing to know about astrology for people who are just kind of getting into it is that your sun sign is what horoscopes are based on. And so most people know what their sun sign is, but you share your sun sign with 500 million other people in the world. So they can be kind of generic. There's definitely a lot of truth to them. There's enough truth to your horoscope where you're like, yeah, I think this might there's something to this. It might be real. Um, but your astrology chart is based on where all the planets were and even some asteroids when you were born. And so it gets super, super specific. And I don't think a lot of people know how specific it gets. It's so powerful and almost like eerie in a way, but I try to make it really uplifting because sometimes it's weird. I'm a complete stranger. I know everything about you, but it's so helpful for you to find what you're really meant to do for a living. You can connect the dots. Like it's right there in front of you on paper. So it's amazing. Yeah, that's so cool. So I'm one of those people who I don't know a ton about astrology, but for some reason, I've always been pulled towards it since I was like, seriously, in third grade, I remember going to Barnes and Noble with my mom and like, buying, like, kids guide to astrology or like books like that. And I'm sure my mom was like, okay, at least you're reading a book. (laughs) (laughs) So I've always been really drawn to it. And I always felt that when I would read my horoscope, I like felt a connection with it. But then I'd have friends who'd be like, oh no, like this doesn't make sense for me at all. Would you say there's a resistance there to even wanting to think that there is like a story of your life behind the time you were born and things like that? Or is it really like some people just don't resonate with it? 
I don't know. I definitely come up with like, like a lot of people who are just really not into it. And that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. But I think right, people yeah. are into it because they haven't had an experience with it that has proved it to be true for them, too. So mm-hmm. a lot of times if people are born in between two signs, then they would get the wrong idea about themselves. And then they wouldn't think it's real. Whereas there's so mm-hmm. much more to astrology Like I would usually say that reading your horoscope for your rising sign is a lot more accurate. And most people don't even know what that is or what theirs is. So that adds resistance, like just not having enough information about it to realize how powerful it is. Right. That's really cool. I love that tip. I'm going to make sure to put that in the show notes because I think that's really important. So when did you, did you always know that there was like your personal chart and then a chart for your business? No. So after I read my chart and I realized I'm supposed to help people on a deeper spiritual level, I was like, how do I do that? That's so cool. (laughs) Um, And then eventually I'm like, duh, astrology. And I loved it. So I knew I was on the right track for sure. Um, And then I decided I'm going to be an astrologer But I had to start over from scratch with my business. So, of course, I design brands for all these other people. But anyone who's a graphic designer knows it's so much harder to design for yourself. So I was starting to, like, wonder what should I do? There's so many options. So I decided to look up my business's chart because I thought that might help. And so I typed in the day, the time um, that I started my website that I registered the domain. I had the receipt for it. Mm -hmm. And when I popped up my chart in my program, I realized it was incredibly helpful. It basically laid out like the essence of my business so that I could choose colors for my brand. I could figure out how to like basically position my marketing so that I'm explaining things in a way that's easy for people to understand And really also helps you see like the challenges that you might have to overcome in your business to make it sustainable and secure. So there's so many things to it, but I base my branding off of my business's chart and my chart. And so it really helped me start my business. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. See, like who, like, I think you're right. Like not a lot of people even know that they could really get into that deep of a level with it. And I think that's so cool. I'm like really nerding out right now about all this. And my brain just has so many questions. But okay, so you you checked your chart for your business and then it gave you all this guidance with the branding. Did you know right away through that that your specialization was really in career astrology rather than general life astrology. Yeah. So even before I started my business, I knew I wanted to be a career astrologer rather than just an astrologer because I wanted to bring in all my expertise from working with female entrepreneurs and really give astrology a purpose. So that's another reason why sometimes people aren't into astrology is it can get kind of out there and very (laughs) spiritual or woo-woo or whatever. And I wanted to bring it down to earth and make it really practical. And also in my chart, I have like five planets in Capricorn and Capricorn's very career oriented and practical. (laughs) And so that's really just a part of my essence that I wanted to bring into my business. I love that. That's so cool. So when 
clients come to you and they're very new in their business, what's the first thing that you kind of point them into the direction to when it comes to using their chart to strategize their brand? I always start with your personal chart. It's way more important than your business. Just so you can see what are you good at, what makes you happy, what kinds of work would be best for you. So some people are really good at one-on-one work, whereas another person might be better at teaching a group. Um, There's so Mm -hmm. many things. Every single person I read their chart, there's something new that pops up and it kind of teaches me through their experiences too. But um, that's where I start is by looking at you and also looking at what have you done so far that brought you a lot of joy too. So it's not Mm -hmm. just the chart, um, but also just talking about your experiences. And really the goal is to guide you in the direction of what's going to be the most exciting for you, where you're going to be able to really shine and show your true colors. And then I would go into the businesses chart and you can compare them together. So I can tell you exactly why you started your business on the day that you started it and like what your motivations were behind it. And then, of course, we can dive into marketing and branding and um, challenges or growth opportunities that you might face with running it, too. Right. So what are the kind of decisions that someone needs to make in their business where it would help to talk with you about it before they, like, make that decision? Is that, like, actually the day that you launch a program You mentioned, should it be a group program or one-on-one clients, something like that? Yeah, so astrology is really basically a blueprint to your intuition. So Mm -hmm. I always think you should go about your life as well as you can. And (laughs) astrology is really more of a tool for people who maybe aren't feeling 100% confident or clear on the direction they're going in. So I wouldn't say there's a specific decision or a time, but really more if you feel like you could use some reinforcement or something Mm -hmm. um, to help point you on the right path and make you feel like what you're doing is right or kind of help you figure out what would be right for you. Right. So like maybe if I was feeling stuck in my business, I felt like I wasn't getting the momentum that I was expecting, maybe that'd be a sign to kind of check in and make sure that I'm in alignment and use that to see where the gaps might need to be filled. Yeah, exactly. Cool. I love that. And you're right. Like so much, like we need to live our lives and you trust ourselves instead of getting caught up in this is what you're supposed to do on this day for the best results. I'm very type A a lot, like 90% of the time, like when it comes to like cleaning my apartment or my room not so much but (laughs) but like I, I love a good formula and I love a good checklist so a lot of times I have to remind myself to take a step back and remind myself I have the answers inside of me I don't need to find the number one secret to blah 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 in order to be on the right path Yeah, and it definitely helps too. I mean, even though to me, the whole point of astrology is to remind you of what you already know, I use it every day. (laughs) I have my own chart very specifically laid out ahead of me and I check in with it all the time. So for me though, when I look at it, it just kind of reinforces how I'm feeling. 
and it helps me remember that I'm doing the right thing. So yeah, I love that. How often do clients usually come to you? Is it just kind of however, when it feels right for them? Is it at the beginning of each year? Um, so I kind of just work with people one time for the most part. Okay. So it's whenever they realize that they're ready to know their purpose or their mm-hmm. calling or they really want to kind of get clear on their business strategy in a different way than they normally would with like a business coach or something because I dive mm-hmm. a lot deeper with your soul more. Um, right, but yeah. Sometimes people will check in with me a year later too just to kind of go over Um, what's coming up for them, which areas to focus on that year that are going to have the biggest success for them. I love that. So what I did with you, uh, you did my yearly forecast, which is so cool because it's like kind of like a comprehensive guide to 2018, which it just felt so exciting for me to go into 2018. And I felt from the report that you did for me, at least like, it was confirmation that 2018 is just going to be a big year for me and in a in the best way. So I really loved that. Yeah, um, it's so good for yearly planning too. Mm-hmm. Um, it just kind of helps you feel good about where you're going and maybe like narrow down your focus also. So you're like, because you, a lot of us, especially if we run our own business, we have so many ideas about things we could do at some point. Like I want to write a book. I want to start a podcast. I want to, you know, <laughs> of course, all these things, but you can only do yeah. one thing at a time. And so it helps you kind of be like, well, it would probably be good to do this first <laughs> and then I can do <laughs> those things later. So that's definitely how it helps me. Definitely. So for any of y'all out there who have 10 projects that you want to get done this year, hit up Natalie. (laughs) She'll (laughs) she'll help you prioritize that and not seem so overwhelming. Because yeah, I have so many clients who are like, I want to launch this, this and this all this quarter. And I'm like, let's just choose one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But but then it's like, they struggled even trying to decide which one, you know? So I think what you do is just so helpful and and really guiding that. I, I just love it. And then, so in addition to the charts and using your personal chart and your business chart, do you incorporate the moon cycles into the work that you do? Um, so I write about them every day on Instagram. So I always know where yes. they are. And so I don't like plan out, okay, I'm going to work on this at this time necessarily. Maybe I do subconsciously. But <laughs> it's more for me a way to realize like if I feel low energy, it's probably because the moon is fading in the sky. And then oh. if the moon, like I check in with myself on a new moon is when you tend to want to start new things. And then a full moon, you would want to maybe start to finish your projects or learn a lesson from what you've been working on. So in that way, it kind of just helps you know how to flow with your life. Like when is a good time to rest? When is a good time to work is, I think, the best way of working with the moon. Right. Okay. That makes sense. I love your calendars that you send out each month that that have the little key like to remember like which phase this is relevant for because 
I mean, I feel like there's just so much to this and to even have like those little reminders of like even being aware of what nature's doing. Like when we're behind our computer all day, like it's one more way that we can get grounded and really connect with the world and not just be behind our computers. Yeah, that's a cool way to look at it too because the moon affects us all at the same time in Mm -hmm. similar ways. So it connects us all too together. Definitely. Okay, so most people, they're focusing on, you know, the full moon and the new moon. And there's a new moon today, right? Is that Um, tomorrow? tomorrow? Okay, so a lot of people are talking about the new moon. And then the full moon, of course, is another one. Do the phases of the moon in between are those is that something to pay attention to as well yeah definitely okay yeah so the ones I usually write about are the new moon which is when you would set an intention for what you want to create next and then Mm -hmm. a week later we have a first quarter moon which is when the moon is like halfway to fullness and that is when you take action on your idea So like from the new moon to the first quarter moon, you're kind of planning what you're going to do next and researching the the best way to do it. And then on the first quarter moon, you would dive all in and like make your move and just get into it because that week from the first quarter moon to the full moon, the second week of the cycle, Mm -hmm. that is when you're the busiest. There's so much going on. Everyone's working hard. They're really getting into their projects and trying to make things happen. And then the full moon would be where you would maybe make that thing happen or Mm -hmm. you get close to finishing it and you see how well it does. And then a week after the full moon, we have the last quarter moon. And this is more, it is a time of taking action, but it's more like letting go. So that's when you might start to wrap up your projects or see what else do I need to do to finish this? Or how can I get this off my plate and move on? And tie up all your loose ends and let go of maybe lessons that you've been learning so you can make room in your life for a whole new cycle to come through at the next new moon after that. Oh, I love that. I love, see, it's like it fits into how an entrepreneur, you know, maps out their month in a way, you know, it really helps you break down what you're doing and to make sure you're taking action when it feels good, because there's nothing worse than feeling so sluggish, not knowing why you're feeling like tired and having a deadline. And if you can like understand yourself, tune into yourself, listen to your body, know what, you know, is going on in the universe with the moon and the sun and earth, then like you can put it all together and then you don't have to feel guilty that you feel sluggish that day, you know? Yeah. And that's one of the hardest things about running a business too, is you set so many goals for yourself and you're like, okay, I have to have this done by this day. And then you realize that most of your stress is actually comes from you and your own (laughs) expectations of yourself. And so this is a really good way for you to step back and realize maybe I should have a self-care day instead. And like build up your energy so that you can work on better ideas and be more focused when you are getting to that hustle place that it's all around a purpose and you're very clear on what you're trying to achieve and you have energy to do it too. Absolutely. So do you, is that something that you prioritize is like 
when you're going to really take care of yourself and make self-care a priority and then when you're going to be all in on a project? Um, Not necessarily from doing this so much. I actually, I pretty much work all the time because I love what I do. (laughs) I have found a way to infuse my self-care into it. And Mm -hmm. really, I kind of would look up at my calendar and see, okay, the moon's going down now. I guess I'm like in tune with it so much that I almost don't realize it at this point. So yeah, I guess I do, but maybe it's not so conscious anymore. It's more, I give myself permission if it's going down to wrap things up or it almost, if I feel a certain way, I know why from Mm -hmm. looking at the moon. So yeah. I think that's really cool. And that's, I mean, that's the, not necessarily like the goal, but like for it to be this balance, a life balance to be so integrated into your life that it's not something that you have to have a post-it note to remind you. Because so many of us aren't used to having this true balance. And so we do need the post-it note here on the bathroom mirror to remind us and by our laptop to remind us. So I think that's so cool that the work that you do has allowed you to integrate that into your life. Yeah. And I feel like we get our best ideas when we're not working so hard all the time. And so it's really, really good to have that balance for sure. Absolutely. What do you like to do for self-care or just to like give yourself the space to clear your mind? I am totally obsessed with my morning routine. So I usually take a couple hours in the morning and I will read a book, first of all. So that's really important to me to always be learning something new and Mm -hmm. like continuing to infuse my life with new information about astrology or business or spirituality or whatever it is that I'm into at the time. And Mm -hmm. I do yoga and I'm really into chakra cleansing as well. Just kind of keeping my own body energy balanced with my life. So just eating really clean too. Nice. I love that. Has the chakra clearing always been a part of your routine or is that something new that you're doing? It's something that I've tried to bring into my routine in the past, but I recently (laughs) read a couple of books about it that helped me see how important it is, Um, especially if there's things that are off in your life and you can't fix them any other way. Like being, I've been sick for a long time too, so just kind of working on my chakras is like a whole other way to approach your life. So I definitely recommend looking into that if anyone's interested. Oh, yeah. It's made a huge difference for me too. I think it's so cool how all these ancient practices, these tools are all of a sudden being at the forefront of life again isn't that really cool yeah I feel like we've realized that the logical way of doing things and driving yourself at all costs (laughs) isn't always working so well and so we're having to step back and bring all these more like soulful ways of looking at our life in and it just feels better too so It, it does it does and I don't know if it's our generation that wants to feel good in life you know and not settle for being miserable in a job all day or anything like that but it's just I mean I was on the Nordstrom website the other day and they sell crystals on nordstrom.com now 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> Getting so in on just, the I was just like, wow, this, okay, this is officially mainstream. <laughs> it but so is. It's, it's so, it's good. Like, I mean, you can be like, people are trying to monetize it or whatever it is that some people might say, but I think it's good because it shows just how much of the population is trying to turn back into themselves and find the happiness within themselves and then to spread that going forward and yeah. it being that effect. Yes, that's exactly what astrology does too. And that's what I love about it. <laughs> what has been some of the most rewarding experiences from this career astrology career path that you've created for yourself oh my gosh I love it so much I get to talk to people every day about like their actual life problems like the things that stress them out the work that they're doing every day what they're actually doing like what makes them happy about it what they don't like about it and I've had people quit their job the next day after no talking way. to me oh my gosh yes. they're like I quit I'm like oh my gosh <laughs> Or I have a lot of people ask, should I quit? And I'm like, if you have to ask that question, you probably should. But And then I'll lay out the factors of what they need to feel comfortable mm. with making that life change too. So I just love how I get to really know people and really help them on a deep level. And in some cases, change their lives, which is incredible to me every day. So, Absolutely. And even like, I'm sure you just like, there's that moment where all of a sudden that you see just relief in them like mm -hmm. they finally like have either permission to listen to themselves or not feel like something is their fault and for you to like be that person to help shed the light that like there's nothing wrong with you like you're like you're just fine like listen to yourself you're you're gonna be on the right path yeah, and uh, most people are on track, too, is the other cool thing about it. So a lot of times I'm just telling you all the ways that you are on track. So, of course, there are, it's not true for everyone, but most people are really closely on track with their life plan. And if you're not, you're usually not happy. So that's another mm -hmm. indicator that you're not in alignment is you just feel like everything's heavy or hard and you're just not flowing through life. So it helps you figure out how to do that more. Yeah, that's so cool. I love I love meeting people who are really, you know, person by person, helping them get in tune with who they really are so that they can be that happy, fulfilled version of themselves. Because I really like at the end of the day, when you can help someone and guide them to the career path where they're really supposed to be, that's probably also going to help their personal relationships, their friendships, their marriage. It just career just carries over into so many other things in our lives. Yeah, it's like personal empowerment. Mhm. Mm it's so powerful. So, do you have clients who are like just so excited about it that all of a sudden they want to learn more about astrology and dive deeper so that they can start doing the work themselves? And if so, what direction do you usually point them in? Yeah, so I teach a course online called Unlock Your Cosmic Calling, and I teach people how to read their own birth chart 
and also predict your own future, which is crazy cool. (laughs) Who doesn't want to do that? Um, And then also how to look up your business chart and even relationship charts, because you can look up how well you would work with someone as well. So basically, I teach people how to do everything that I do, because I want to make it really accessible. And I'm writing my own book about career astrology, too, because I have books that I recommend to people, but they're not about your career. They're just about your life. So I'm trying to fill in the gaps. Okay, this might sound like a silly question. But so the course, like, is it hard? Is astrology hard? Or is it just like thinking in a different way that we're used to? Or is yeah, I mean. that's a good question. <laughs> so <laughs> I try to make it as easy as possible, but I will admit it is really easy for me because I think I was like really meant to do this. Uh-huh. But it is like learning a language. So there's symbols that have a lot of different meanings, but the really cool thing about it is that it is fairly open to interpretation. So I'll give you the meaning of the symbols. But then you would have to practice and kind of understand what it means and learn about it. So it is definitely like a field of study that would take time and effort. But if you really love it and you want to use it as part of your job or even to help other people, like to help your clients, then I could see it being really worthwhile for sure. Yeah, I think it sounds so cool. And I have seen your course on your website and I thought that was so interesting and like really cool and then I was like I wonder if it's hard (laughs) I don't know if you've ever gotten that question before but that was seriously one of the things I was like oh wait but it makes sense that it's like learning another language in a way yeah and I don't know if it's necessarily super hard like it's not like math or something (laughs) yeah Um, it's more just it would take time to learn yeah. what everything means. But if you're really into it too, you can kind of take what you want out of it. So in my course, I really center it around you learning about yourself. So it's not just like a concept that's floating in space. <laughs> Funny way to put it, but it's really yeah. about like, okay, let's find out what makes you you. Like what's your essence? What's your calling in life? What is your life challenge? And so you get really into it because it's about you learning about yourself as you go. That's true. And I mean, let's admit it. We all love learning more about ourselves. Yes. And that is so good. We should learn more about ourselves. It's very, very helpful. Yeah. And not feel, you're right. And not feel like it's selfish to learn about ourselves. Because when we can know more about ourselves, then we can help others in a greater way. Yeah, that's probably my favorite part about my job is that I'm telling people how they can benefit the world better in a way that brings them joy. And so then they can go out and help more people. It's like spreading waves of empowerment. Yes. So would you say that even if someone's not a business owner or a creative entrepreneur, is the career astrology like still relevant to someone who's in corporate? Yeah, definitely. Career works for corporate as well. But another way to look at it is your higher calling in life. Mm. So we all have like a sole purpose. And so I like to look at it in the realm of career just to make it more practical, of course. Mm -hmm. But it's good for anybody to know more about themselves. I do have a lot of corporate clients as well. And they want to stay in corporate and it kind of just helps them rein in their abilities and their skills so they can use it to their advantage or even just plan things out in advance better. Yeah. I love that. So 
corporate girls listening, this is for you too. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Okay, so there's two questions that I always ask at the end of the interview, which one you already touched on, which is your morning routine. But I want to dive a little bit deeper on that. So you mentioned that your morning routine is something that you're obsessed with and that you love. Is it something that's changing regularly or have you had like the same morning routine for like the last year? This is something that I've really started committing to just this year in 2018. I had a point last year where I started to get really busy with my business and I was working all the time and I love what I do. But there is a point where I wasn't taking care of myself enough. And so I just decided, okay, what are my favorite things in life that I'm not getting enough of? And how can I do them first thing in the morning? And so Mm -hmm. that's how I came up with my morning routine. I know that I love reading and I was not reading at all. And that was so sad to me because there's so many good books out there and I'll never get to them if I don't finish (laughs) this one book that I'm on. So that's why I put that first. And it also is just a nice way to wake up. Like I want to get out of bed so I can read. And then yoga, It's I just want to move my body every day and breathe and meditate a little bit. And so it really came from not having these things in my life and then knowing that I want to do it first thing. So then the rest of the day, I can be my best self too, because I know in my readings, I'm going to give better guidance if I'm in alignment with myself. So it's actually really important. Definitely. Yeah, I love that. And I think I have so I've been like up and down with my morning routine. I in 2017 and 2016, I was all about the morning routine, because I'm not a morning person. And I created a really fun morning routine to get me up really early. And so that worked with me. But then towards the end of 2017, I didn't really connect with my morning routine anymore. So I've had to kind of change it up, but I felt some resistance at first. And it was because I was like, oh, I want to make sure I have, I've checked my emails first thing in the morning because I want to make sure that I'm answering everyone's questions. And, oh, if I block off my calendar in the morning, what if people who want to book a call with me can't book it at a time that works for them? I all of a sudden had all these like, you know, limiting beliefs of like me actually still doing my morning routine. And I had to really check in with myself and be like, okay, it's more important that you feel good in the morning and then go into your emails and then take the calls and create that boundary and like take away that people pleasing thing. Cause I'm really going through this, get rid of my people pleasing (laughs) thing right now and so it just keeps showing up in every conversation I'm having which clearly means that I'm ready to (laughs) cut that out but yeah Yeah, so it's interesting yeah so I know for me I was like okay I'm just gonna check my phone real quick and then I'm gonna read my book and (laughs) then I notice I'm just thinking about my work then the whole time I do my morning routine and it ruins it and so I had to just realize it doesn't make me feel good so don't do it right and the emails and and nothing will be horribly wrong that you check your email after that's all done no if anything people will think you're in higher demand and think you're cooler (laughs) exactly (laughs) yes I love that so 
The last question that I ask uh, is your favorite lifestyle hack. So this could be your favorite tip, trick, anything when it comes to wellness, lifestyle, business, could be astrology, anything. Well, astrology is definitely my number one life hack. But (laughs) beyond that, I'm really into juicing right now. So I make a lot of juice. It gives me a lot of energy, which I already have because I love what I do, but it just boosts it all up. So yeah. What's your favorite juice right now? I'm really into carrot juice at the moment. I've been getting everyone to drink it. And people who don't even like juicing, they're like, that's really good. So I'm trying to get more people into it. I love that. So is it literally, what do you put in it in addition to carrot? Or is it just? I make all kinds of juice, but when I make carrot juice, I'll just do carrots. They're really cheap. It's only $2 for a bag of carrots. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So yeah, it's delicious. And it's a bright, pretty color. You can't, mm-hmm. can't hate on that. It's good for your skin and your brain and so many things. I love that. Yay. Now you've inspired me to go get a carrot juice because I always see that on like on a menu at a juice shop or something. And I've literally never had carrot juice before. Um, but now you've yeah. got me intrigued. Yeah, it's not something you really think, oh, I'm going to go get some carrot juice. <laughs> exactly. But it's actually delicious. <laughs> So I just like chug it down. Awesome. I love that. And then is that part of like what you do first thing in the morning? It's more just kind of a way I re-up in the middle of the day. I also drink green juice and like pineapple mm-hmm. juice and all different kinds. I love kinds, pineapple juice. Yeah. Especially with coconut milk. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Oh my gosh. It's like going to a tropical island. Mm-hmm. So good. So one thing that I want to make sure that the listeners know is that you have a moon magic guidebook that they can download. So could you give like a brief description of what's inside the moon magic guidebook and what they get inside? Yeah. So when you sign up for my email list, you get an ebook that I wrote. It's about 10 pages about how to kind of get into astrology at the most basic level, which to me is about learning about the moon because you can just look up at the sky and see the moon. So it seems a lot more easy to understand. And it basically just goes through the phases of the moon, what kinds of things are best to do on certain phases, even what to wear when the moon is in different signs so that you can feel your best. So it just kind of goes through how to work with the moon and how to track it as well. It leads into my moon calendar so you can start working with it in your everyday life and your work. I love that. Yay. Okay, y'all. So I'm going to make sure to link that in the show notes so that y'all can access that because seriously, the moon calendars are amazing. They're so pretty too. So it's a fun little surprise in your inbox every month. Yay. Yeah. And then on Instagram too, definitely follow Natalie on Instagram because she keeps you up to date with the moon with anything that's going on and again in the prettiest way because her designs are gorgeous what's your handle on instagram it's at soulshine astrology perfect okay awesome so i'll link that too well thank you so much natalie for joining me on the podcast today i have seriously been so excited to touch base with you and talk a little bit more about astrology Me too. Thank you so much. This was so much fun. Yay. All right. Talk soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Influencer Girl Lifestyle Podcast. 
loved this episode, head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review. For show notes and free tips and trainings, head over to monicawoodhams.com slash podcast. You'll be able to learn more about this week's guest and how to connect with her as well. Talk soon, y'all.